FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in FCS football podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my good friend, Mr. Sean Anderson, with the abrupt start there. Sean, I know it's been a rough uh, stretch lately after finding out that you almost had Deshaun Watson, and then you didn't get Deshaun Watson. How, how are you holding up? You keep on playing games with me, Joe. You keep on asking me stupid questions before we go live, and then you start off a show asking me about my favorite football team uh, that there is. That's fine. Um, you also got rid of Matt Ryan. I forgot to add that part. Yeah. Uh, hey, here's the situation. We're doing the thing this year. It is what it is. We got Mariota this year. It's fine. It's fine. Still got Kyle Pitts. Uh, but I haven't experienced the pain of watching Saquon Barkley come to my team, have the rookie year that he had, and then now you're going to trade him and then watching Odell Beckham Jr. get drafted by my team and then watching him go win a Super Bowl in L.A. and then watching the Giants draft Daniel Jones and then watching him fumble the ball two times a game and then watching the Giants eventually slowly become the worst team in New York. If you were going to ask me what team I would rather have right now in New York, it would be Buffalo, the Jets, then the Giants. So I don't want to hear zip out of you because I would still rather have Atlanta than Carolina and New Orleans. So how you feeling? I've watched two Super Bowls and haven't watched a 28 to three self-destruction in a Super Bowl. So I don't like, I don't know where you're coming with that, but none of that hurts me because I the Falcons are twenty eight to three and then never recovered. So I don't know how you can sit amongst your throne of whatever it is made of. Crap, apparently. For a decade, Atlanta football was relevant in December and January. For a decade, the Giants have been losing and losing and losing. And I believe since the boat picture, they have the worst record in the NFL. Which well, is you can't always some, be consistent. It, it, which is some somewhat. Hard to I don't know what you think is going to happen now that Jacksonville is in the NFL. I don't know what you think is going to happen. Cleveland is in the NFL, and then the Jets are the Jets. Since the boat picture, have a better record than you. I don't know what you think is going to happen. The Washington football team has had a better record than you since the, the Detroit Lions have had a better record than the New York Giants since the infamous boat picture. The Houston Texans. Oh my God! You I don't know what really you think is going to happen though. Now that you've gotten rid hey, of Matt it must Ryan. be really fun it's, sharing a stadium with another team. It's, also, that's really it's, that's it's really cool. That's unique. Of crap. Sharing really a stadium, money. you have nothing of your own. You have like nothing a, of your own. It's like having a you roommate. Have nothing of your own. At least the Chick Fil A is open. And oh, <laughs> hey, that's not a hack joke at all. <laughs> that's not hack. It is. It is a hack joke. Uh, Sean, we got to talk about FCS football today. This is not just yell at, yell at each other, um, even though I set it up to be that because I'm a terrible host. Folks, today on the FCS football podcast, we did our North Dakota State discussion show. We're going to talk about the second best team from last year based on the stats, final rankings, the top 25 rankings, that being Montana State, the team that made it all the way to the finals, dealt with a quarterback injury. We're going to cover all that on today's show. Uh, before we do, though, Sean, can you uh, share with our listeners uh, a little bit about uh, about online? I'd love to. As your boy, in his last, I believe, seven straight bets, not parlays, so I'm not going to include the parlays here, on his last seven straight bets, has hit them all. 
I am on a heater. I am betting on college basketball. You know why? Because it's March Madness. You know, you know why? Because I know what I, I've been watching all season long, and I know everybody that's listening to this show. I know people were talking about the South Dakota State team. Bryant was uh, mixing it up a little bit at the end of the year. Look, you've been watching some college ball. We're about to hit the Sweet 16. What are you going to do? You're just going to sit down and watch the game? No, get a little action on it. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, Joe, Notre Dame's doing really good in the tournament, man. They are really, really good. On to Frozen they, Four. They, they, On to uh, the Frozen Four. We've oh, got, we've I'm got sure North Dakota. Win a lot. I, they're the, really, We've really got North good. Dakota on Thursday in the Frozen Four in the first round. So that's you guys all that lucky I care to beat about. Rutgers. On to the I four. knew you were lucky to beat Rutgers. That was a that was Rutgers a, that is a better a team than Notre Dame. You game. guys had a good. You guys Alabama got lucky, sucks, and it felt good to beat Alabama. And they should have beat Texas Tech, but they couldn't. Oh, no, you shouldn't they, have. No, Texas Tech compl- was undefeated at home. What are you talking compl- about? They Texas compl- Tech is the. Is oh, was the, that game at home? It was in San Diego. Shut up! No, 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 no. no Texas Tech is they, leaps and bounds the better flagrant than Notre, and Notre Dame. The flagrant, but they still almost beat them. The flagrant at the end and the missed free throws is what cost them that game. Make your free throws then. Okay, well, they they effed that up. They still almost beat them. They played them really freaking close. They held a they lead didn't. until the final. You thought it, it, you thought it was closer than it actually was. It wasn't. Texas Tech. I, had I was watching the, the game. game. You don't know I was basketball watching though. You got, you got no. You don't know basketball. Well, uh, folks, if you're like me and you need to control your stress levels, you need uh, proper vitamins to help oh, do that. Uh, Joe Reed. Here we Tons go. Tons of me, people me, take oh, multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals. Minerals. <laughs> I was so close. Super few. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I'm sure Athletic Greens appreciates this. Me saying the F word mid-read. Superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. <laughs> See, I was I was so prepared to make a crack at you and how you don't consume the the, the right. Were you trying of- to say vittles, which is a southern term for food? <laughs> I was trying to say minerals. Oh, minerals, God. I was so focused on making a joke about how you don't get proper vitamin consumption because yeah. all you eat is is white claws and and chicken tenders <laughs> but uh their blend of ingredients blend. supports gut health your nervous system your immune system energy recovery focus which apparently i need and aging it's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets there's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water each day that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. How, how would we grade that? That read B minus, maybe a, maybe a C plus. It's not mad for me. You That's swore, a... you messed up a pretty easy word, <laughs> you derailed it, and then you, you, there were a couple <laughs> close, really close ones. Yeah, I kind of recovered. All right, so Sean, 
we're going to talk about Montana State in our series of, of talking about these teams and their outlook for next season. The way that we opened the North Dakota State discussion was the, talking about the notable losses that the Bison were facing. And we didn't really find that many guys that were leaving. But you take a look at this, this Montana State team, and there's a lot of key pieces that are not going to be returning for Montana State next season. Notably, Troy Anderson, their star linebacker, who is going to be drafted very highly. Lewis Kidd, offensive lineman who was an All-American, going to play in the NFL. He liked my tweet, which was nice. Uh, Taylor Tiasa Osopo, is that, do we think that's how that's pronounced? Offensive lineman. He was an all-conference player. Lance McCutcheon, possible NFLer. I believe he had an invite to one of the All-Star events. He had 1,100 receiving yards last year, eight touchdowns. Next closest guy had 375. And then not to mention the losses of Daniel Hardy, who led the team in sacks, Amandre Williams, who was second in sacks. So this is a, a very depleted group, and we're missing some guys. There's also other guys that I didn't write down in the notes because there were so many. Ah. All-conference players that were not that are not going to be back for this Montana State team. For the amount of players that I just hit on there, Sean, is that concerning? Oh, yeah, it's concerning. Montana State lost a guy, I uh, just in Troy Anderson alone, who at, I would say, three different positions could have been, if he played one of those positions for all four years, could have been the best linebacker, running back, or quarterback in Montana State history. You're losing a guy that, if he had committed himself to one of those one of those spots, he would have been the best in Montana State history, in my humble opinion. Maybe it's recency bias. Let me know if I'm overstepping my bounds, Joe, and also Montana State fans. I know you guys probably have some legends. I know Rodi had legend. Everybody has got guys that have done great things in four years. But Troy Anderson is one of the freakiest athletes that we've seen in the FCS since we have been playing in it and covering it. Uh, so you lose that guy who is also a, a major leader on your team. It's going to hurt the team. And this is going to sound like broken record. And the more that we do, the more of this you're going to hear from me. Losing seniors that are impactful, it's very difficult unless you have a culture around it where it's next man up and the next man up is ready to do exactly the same, if not better than the guy ahead of him. So you're losing two really good offensive linemen. You're losing a wide receiver that went over 1,100 yards after in a, in a run dominant offense. And then your two sack leaders, that's tough also. So the defense it's going to be tough, but the FCS, you, if you, if you work hard enough, you can pretty much replicate what the guy ahead of you mm -hmm. did. Cause we, we lost guys who were like, Oh, how are we ever going to replace them? And then they ended up being replaced. You know, it's, you fill the shoes. That's how it works. That's oh, a, it, lo it looked very, like you were about to say something. What? No, I wasn't going to, I was just going to say that's the very blanketed statement, but I, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand. Blanketed how? Well, because it's, I don't know. It just feels like, ah, oh, next man up. I feel like it's such a just like a coach talk thing to say. Well, Donato replaced you, right? You think they're doing okay? Yeah, they're doing fine. Next yeah. man up. Okay. But Jose Duncan point, got replaced. Jose Duncan carved out of steel. He got replaced, right? I'll be Mac. Yeah. Yeah. But I look, I, I, I look, bring it bring it back to. I'll let it. Hot Take Joe do his thing here. Montana State's going to get four wins next year in the Big Sky. That's I'm not, Joe DeLeon. I'm Hot Take Joe. That's I'm, not what I was doing. <laughs> I'm not evil Joe DeLeon. I'm Hot Take Joe. That's, uh, apparently, there's a new uh, a new personality that's been added to the the uh, the, the lore here. Yeah, the evil FCS Joe, Hot Take Joe, and then Joe Burbank. 
Joe Burbank. That I don't think our listeners are. Hi, I'm Joe that. Burbank. Okay. Um, <laughs> the loss of Trey Anderson. <laughs> I, just looking. Run out of steam. Just looking at defensively. Oh, no, I'm ignoring you. I didn't run out of steam. I'm ignoring you because I want to stay on top. They to lost Matt McKay. That's that's going to be hard okay. to replace. I lost my dog once for two days. I've never had Lo- a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Linebackers. Linebacker Troy Anderson losing him. And then on top of that, your two leading sack getters on the defensive line. That to me is, is debilitating. And I'm not going to, as you're saying a hot take Joe, I'm going to say that they're, they're, you know, four wins next year. I looking at who they're losing that are upperclassmen. That team last year was in a prime position to go on the run that they did. They were built with all these upperclassmen at important positions to lead them to the success that they had. We knew how freaking good that they were defensively last year, Mm -hmm. and it was because of those three guys, Troy Anderson, Amandre Williams, and Daniel Hardy. And I think without them, like, you know, you're saying that, you know, next man up, I totally agree with that. I, you know, that's part of football guys are going to step up in those positions, but to lose all three of them, and the impacts they had, all conference, all Americans, I think that that is, is concerning to me. I'm not saying that they're going to go to four wins, but they're not going to have the elite defense that they had last year. It's going to take time when you replace them with young guys. It's just the, the, the reality of, of college football and FCS football. It's going to take time for those guys to get acclimated. Well, elite defenses, especially in college football, do not last long because – the offensive coordinators for different teams are very creative. They have a little more, I think they have a little more free range to, to carve up a defense like that because there's suspect players everywhere. That, that's how it is. There's mismatches in college football. So elite defenses either get figured out or the guys graduate. It's not like in the NFL. If you have Luke Keekley, you can have Luke Keekley for nine years and you yeah. understand that if you have the pieces around him, then you can still maintain a good to great defense in college every four years, you're basically hitting a complete reset on the elite defense. I mean, we, we came in, we did the, the Colgate year and Colgate was uh, allowing like 11 points a game in 2018 or 20, 2019. Right. And ever since then, Colgate's defense has not been up to snuff. Villanova had the best defense in the CAA or, or second best for a while. Not the same. It changes. It all changes. It's all cyclical in uh, defense. Losing those three guys will hurt. I'm not going to say they're only going to win six games like Joe, uh, but it, I didn't say be, that. Oh, sorry. That was hot take Joe. My bad. Regular Joe DeLeon didn't say that. Jackass. Oh, <laughs> spicy, definitely hot take Joe coming at you. The offensive line losses <laughs> too is, is something to keep track of because their identity was, was running the football. Their, their identity was specific, specific, sp- Jesus Christ. Out of way. Were those specifically <laughs> those constants dying to get out of that mouth? Holy hell. They're running specifically, into bike bids and molars and just say, Oh, I can't get out of here. <laughs> oh God. I hate that. I can't make a mistake and then not recover from it just because of the way that you're at. Jeez. I mean, specifically, it's one of the hardest words. For now, now, now an L's just joining the group here. <laughs> hey, you guys need some help. I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> You know, you talk. <laughs> Joe, can no, you let us out, please? We're dying. And then Joe says, okay, sure. I'll let you all out one time. So the, but to, the particular players I am <laughs> referring to. I'm not you know, going to. Oh, B's and T's are back in it. 
They saw the S's, the P's, and the L's said, all right, let's get a PR and T up in here. Oh, God. How is his teeth not opening? Why is the tongue? Tommy Mellett and he, Isaiah Fonzie. He's stinging his all mouth. Right. Why can't all he right. pronounce a word? All right, shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> Tommy Mellett and Isaiah Fonzie, though. Ah, there we were, go. Were the top, <laughs> top players amongst this, this run game, especially during the playoffs. They relied heavily on those guys to perform. And then we had a game where Afonze really wasn't available. They still succeeded against South Dakota State. But they didn't have Mellet when they played North Dakota State because of the early injury he suffered. And we saw the problems that that caused. And I am wondering if losing two high-level linemen is going to lead to negative results in the run game. Their their run game is not going to be as good next year. I, I this is these aren't these shouldn't be hot takes. I'm not saying they're hot takes. Yeah, well, you're acting like they are. I, I look, Joe. Here's what I see from it. They're typical. If I I don't know if they're inside zone team, outside zone, whatever the whatever zone team they are running the game, running the ball. You lose two NFL linemen to the or two offensive linemen to the NFL or CFL or uh, arena league, not arena league. What what's the a, a, AFL? USF, USFL, IFL. You you lose it to you lose it to the next level. It is what it is. That's gonna that's gonna be tough because as offensive linemen, you develop chemistry with a guy next to you, and then if everyone's moving in sync together, you got a pretty good run game. But Mellet, I'm not too worried about because his improvising ability is very very strong. In even the limited amount of time that we saw him, his running was okay. First read, second read, bolt, and that's what he did. So maybe he's just bolting earlier next year. Maybe he's just bolting quicker. But as I think you and I could project, he'll probably be back there in shotgun in week one, right? Mm-hmm. You would say so? Yeah. 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 So I think week one, we'll see Afonzi with a touchdown in like 68 yards, depending on who they play, and Mellet with like 110 yards on the ground. Probably an interception and a touchdown. I, I, the offense is going to look a little different, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be dependent on if Mellet stays the course as a true scrambler or if he decides to sharpen up his game in the pocket, which everybody would expect him to at least that be his main focus uh, for working on him. And in that vein, Isaiah Fonzie does return despite him feeling like it's, he's been in school for eight years. He's a great back. Uh, yeah. That, to- that helps. Tommy Melt, the star freshman expected to be the the guy leading the squad next season, despite them adding uh, Sean Chambers through the transfer portal from Wyoming. I'm probably not going to compete too much. Just some added backup help, as we saw that they really needed, because when Tucker Rovig stepped in, they sucked during the championship game. So to add a, another big athletic quarterback is nice to have. They're also bringing back Callahan O'Reilly, which is the most Irish name in FCS football. Second on the team in tackles, was an all-conference player. <laughs> Isn't that not the I'm most sorry Irish sorry you name? caught me. I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> Callahan O'Reilly. It's so, it it, look it could also picture. be Riley O'Callahan. You know, it's all interchangeable. <laughs> go, go look him up. He's he's very Irish looking. He's from Montana. You don't know a lot. I don't know a lot of Irish Let's dudes from Montana. Riley, uh, Simeon Ward, freshman, the team in interceptions. Another key player that they're returning. Still a small list of important returnees and a long list of guys that are leaving. We know that Afonze is capable of taking on the load for carries. Might not have as many open rushing lanes this year with new linemen stepping in. But I, I think for Mellet, who we're probably still mispronouncing his name and somebody's going to scream at us in the comments. I still believe, and I said this at the, at, at times during the, the playoff run, I think that he's a great athlete and he's a tough SOB and he's not afraid to run. 
And the injury that he suffered was not as a result of that. It was just because of the the, the crappy turf, if, if, from what I recall. But but Mellet, I, I need to see more of a development in decision making and less, like you said, one two run. He's got the arm. He's got a good arm. He made some really nice throws to Lance McCutcheon, especially in that South Dakota State game. Like he he really yeah. proved me wrong, and I said that a bunch of times during the, their playoff run. But we we need we need more capability from him as a passer. What hindered them offensively last year, and what I always said, the key to stopping Montana State is if you get them in third and long, you can slow them down or or completely stop them. That's what went. That's exactly. That's a great point, Joe. And as much as I hate to say it, third down. If you have a quarterback that can complete a six-yard to eight-yard pass, you're going to convert a lot in college football because defenses and defenders, it's not like they're not able to play the position or they're not smart or it, it's just a lot getting thrown at them. Defense at the college level, incredibly tough step up from defense in high school. And it takes a lot of guys a lot of time to figure that out. It doesn't, long, it doesn't matter how long they're playing there because the offense is also half trying to score and half trying to confuse the defense and show them different looks and do everything differently. Very, very difficult uh, to play defense to acclimate. So if you can convert on third down, then you're going to win some games just strictly off of that. Also, Callahan O'Reilly doesn't look super Irish like Joe said. Oh, he, he doesn't? Looks like Troy Aikman. I actually don't know what he looks like. He's no, got he look, blonde he like, hair he and a like wide-ass head. Do you tell me that this guy doesn't look super Irish? He looks like is that Irish? I don't I don't know what Irish looks uh, like. Blonde blonde hair, white ass head. That's usually I mean, like you're looking at someone who's Irish right now. What is it? What? What? You're Irish now. You didn't know that I was Irish? Are you kidding me? You've I'm known just me now, for six I'm, years and you didn't know that I was Irish? The the, the, the look how red I am from yelling oh, into my microphone. Tough. Yeah, you do get very red. My, you are, my, you are blotchy. My, the name on my mother's side is Dalton. Like I don't know how much more I, I'm more Irish than I am. Oh, an Irish name! Oh my god! I, but, uh, uh, hey, hey! You uh, don't even don't even start with me. Don't uh, even, so I uh, oh, you are insufferable. And it was just St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> you just well, I didn't go out on St. Patrick's Day, so I, at least I didn't uh, step on your oh holier than thou holiday, Joe. <laughs> what T-shirt should I get for the? the uh, I'm gonna go sell. <laughs> Did you go to church on St. Patrick's Day? Or no, did you just get blackout drunk. I actually did, I, I, I didn't I didn't drink as much as I wanted to. Oh why not? Why not? Because <laughs> I'm why soft. Not, actually? Oh, I man. just I just didn't end up getting did box three. Um, why not? I got time. Not on the show. Time. I don't feel like getting into it on the. No, I just literally I was hungover. Why, why are we doing this on the show? I'm not, I'm gonna talk to you. What uh, else are we gonna do? We're talking about Montana State. Can we stay on the topic for two what seconds? Is Montana State ever done for us? <laughs> That was, we've talked, that was we've to talked the level of the hack comment that you made, and and I just know that is not going to be well received. <laughs> Every time that we talked about Tommy Melt last year, uh, just the, got yelled at. They just yelled at. You know, he looks a little fickle. I'm, just, I'm getting sent pictures of him in a press conference with his arms and stuff like. Look at these pipes. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> He's a college football player. He's probably got he probably got decent size arms. Sorry. We want to come to your school next year. Win the win the contest next year for yeah, us. No one's gonna vote. After, we want uh, to go see the comment. No one's gonna vote. God, Sean, how we want to be there? How far do you gorgeous? See, how how far do you see going next year? How do you think that they're still a playoff team despite all the, the, the hits that they're taking in the roster? Here's everybody started vying 
Yeah. Var- oh god, was that annoying? annoying. <laughs> well, I ended up winning FC estimates. This was really cool. Especially oh. Portland State. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how, how sad is somebody going to be if you sub in a Portland State for like <laughs> for like the fifth team in the preview? <laughs> no, we're gonna we're doing it. We're doing it. I, we're, we're doing Portland State preview. God. Um. The the five and six Portland State. Look, it just you know that's not right. It depends on the last. It's going to depend on the last six games of the season for Montana State. It, uh, you can say that about anybody. Strength of schedule, this and that, whatever. But the big sky is they're all just beating the hell out of each other all year. Very similar. I think you know, I've pre- grown when we started the show, right? We didn't have as much of an appreciation for other conferences because we were current CA players. Mm-hmm. Now, I think because of that, we felt like the CAA was just the best conference, the toughest conference, the SEC of the FCS. And I think since doing the show, I've grown fonder, but I've developed more respect for like the big sky, all, all the other conferences saying, oh, wow, these guys, these teams are really letting each other have it too. So the big sky is just going to be one of those conferences that you got to get out to an early league and you got to have a, a couple really clutch wins uh, to get yourself into the playoffs or else going to fall by the wayside because somebody else uh, Sacramento State is going to just start rearing their heads and make a late charge it's just how it operates I actually looking at last year's standings and thinking off the like just from who I know these teams are losing uh, I I mean Montana State's losing a lot and they're returning players at key positions running back quarterback linebacker and also they have a really young talented DB in Simeon Woodard. But I'm looking at this right here, and if Montana State isn't as good, I, I still think that they finish top three. Like Eastern they Washington. Can. Well can. I, I Do we really think Eastern Washington's the same team without Eric Berrier next year? We're going to probably do a preview not, on yeah, them. Not to spoil and, the preview, but no. Right. Uh, like UC Davis, I don't know if I'm necessarily bought in on them next year. Weaver? Yeah. They didn't look that great down the stretch. Portland State, we know, is a is a sleeping giant. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Sacramento State's probably going to still be at the top there because uh, again, we're we're going to end up previewing these teams. But off the top of my head, I don't know anyone crazy that they're losing. But man, shit, Sean, I don't I don't think Montana State's like. How'd you go twenty six minutes without swearing once and then you just dropped? I, I said the f word in the middle of my read. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> what were you trying to say? My, my my point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not being. I'm being, I'm being a jerk. I'm sorry. No, you're not being a. It, it, I deserve to get to get chat on, but the problem is, is I, I try to recover, and then if the we had an intern, I would ask them to isolate that. It's like I get punched in the face, and I'm trying to get up, and you're just hitting me with a chair. Like that's what, or 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 like. Actually, but here's a better analogy. I walk into a door because I'm not looking. It's my own mistake. Yeah. I fall on the ground. I'm trying to get up, and I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I need to get through this. And then here you come with a chair, just bashing me over the head with it. <laughs> like, stay down. <laughs> I'm posting the video to World Star. That's what I'm yeah. doing. I'm just. I'm... It's like, hey guys, watch this. I'm gonna hit this idiot in the head with a chair. <laughs> That's what this whole show is. That's what the whole show is. Is me stammering because I'm just 
exhausted at the end of the day. Here we go. And I'm sweating my ass off because it's 90 degrees outside and I don't have my air conditioning on. Oh, so it's not a temperate. Let's see here. Uh, I think today was 50 degrees here and it was Uh, yesterday was like 70. It's freezing. It's already 90 degrees there. I don't know where it came from. It wasn't. It was the first. Michelle, time. come visit. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to have to pay a ton in drinks, and you're going to sweat a lot. This, this, come out here. Yeah, well, you get to see me. <laughs> That's the key thing. We'll go visit UC Davis. Um, besides the point, I I wouldn't be shocked if they still finish at the top, man. I th- I think that a lot of these teams are losing quality players. <laughs> Why well, you can't contradict yourself like that? I'm not. Offense is going to be worse without the offensive line. Defense is going to take. A I'm lot highlighting of the concerns. I'm highlighting the concerns, but I'm pointing out that the teams that they're competing with for the top of the division. Say they'll finish in third or fourth, like you like you were saying all show. Like third you're trying f- to say all show. Second or third? I say they finish second <sighs> or third next year. That's not a reach. It's a reach for what you were with the tonality of, that you were putting out there. And. Sorry, one of my roommates is singing in the shower right now. That's that's beautiful. Um, <laughs> I have to. I have one final thing to, no, to point out. Oh no, wait. What'd you say? I didn't hear. What I, you said. I was gonna say we're hanging a dartboard tonight, so yeah. I bought a tape measure. What do you think happened? I, I come home, we got the tape measure. Everyone starts just taking each other's heights and yelling about it. I'm not five ten. I'm not five eight. <laughs> you know, I'm five nine. I'm, it was just... How much is you? Six three. I, I, all right, hey everybody! This is the F, uh, Believe in FCS Football <laughs> Podcast. I'm Sean Anderson. No, no, what was, what? what was the official what? measurement? I didn't do that. I was eating my dinner. Uh, I'm too tall to do that. I, I'm not gonna. I don't need to measure myself because I know that I'm six. six Sean's six four and three quarters. For anyone who's wondering, you want to keep on posturing that? Yeah, he's, you're not six six. I definitely am. A scout came and measured you. So for pull peel back the curtain here. So when you're a junior, it was a short day. I had a short day. <laughs> I had a short day. Going into senior year, scouts come in to measure upcoming prospects or just players. Hi, I'm Joe they Burbank. Get, I'm about to lie right they on the get, here. They want to get because I have a good voice. People are gonna believe me. I'm. They Joe came Burbank. in. They came in to measure Kyle Murphy and Aaron Parker, but they get the measurements for all the seniors just so they have uh-huh. that information. Hand size, all that stuff. All this is stuff that across the NFL, Texans and what was the other team? The Skins were there. It was, yeah, it was Washington. Uh, Commander Scout was there, and Sean was six foot four and three quarters. And I was standing there when he measured you, and it was, it was a, a number. Day. It was a number that I will never you forget because you're so. There's also their job is to under measure. To the fullest extent, they're going to intentionally make sure you're accurate. You're not going to the doctor where your doctor can say, "Good job, buddy. You're six six. You want Rich a lollipop?" Rich me four years in a row. All, all clearly over six you, five. You think Rich could see above where he uh, over you six foot to measure? My, Rich had that. I would. He measured me at six foot. No, you are not six feet tall. You are. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. He measured me at six foot. Go look at my roster. It says I'm six foot. I'm five ten and three quarters. That's what it says. Uh, or that's what the scout measured me at was five, ten, and three quarters, and I go off of that number. Well, you go my hinge bias is six foot. <laughs> um, that, yeah, you are Joe Burbank. You are a liar. Why? You're a lying liar. Why am I like? Okay, wait. To so be fair, you're five eight or whatever. So you're not six feet tall. I am not five eight. That's just just that's just disrespectful to say that I'm five eight. You saying that I'm six wait, okay, four? Wait, okay. We're we're, we're gonna wrap up after I'm this. Every and bit of this, six this five. Is, 
six this five the, and some. I, I had a I'm, short day. Everybody can have a short day. We're gonna wrap up after this, but wait. In all seriousness, like I, I think I don't think it's there's anything wrong with me putting uh, six foot on my on my dating profile, right? Like there's nothing wrong because like if if I put under five eleven. I'm gonna not get swiped on because they're gonna think I'm short. They're just gonna immediately assume that I'm five eight. <laughs> and I put six foot, and I'd rather the show up short. The problem shorter. with it is you lie to yourself. That's the only problem. No, I know how tall I am. I know that I'm five ten and three quarters. If you're okay lying to yourself, this is the worst podcast out there. I don't. I don't know why anyone listens to this. Hack City incoming. Enjoy the. Oh.